that mask for Hello beautiful people. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. If you're listening to this episode on a Monday, I hope that you woke up this morning with a sense of peace and purpose and excitement about the day. Um Wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are safe and healthy and sound, and I hope that you know that you're loved. (sighs) What a few months it has been, right? I mean, quarantine, isolation, now coming out of quarantine, trying to figure out how to reemerge and at what pace. Um, I hope that you're being really easy and gentle with yourself and your loved ones because we are in such unprecedented times. You know, recently I was having a conversation with a friend and she's going through a very difficult time. One of her friends was diagnosed with cancer. And I think in those moments of deep trauma and worry, one of the things that we do is put pressure on ourselves to make choices and decisions that we feel are the best. And the thing that kept coming up for me was this thought that I think one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves in life is that there's a right way to do it. I don't think that there is a right way to do it um, because it's hard and we haven't done it before and it didn't come with a manual. So all of that to say, I hope that you are being gentle with yourself and practicing self-care and self-love because we need it. We've always needed it, but now we need it more than ever. Today, I want to talk to you about courage. But before I dive into the contents of this podcast, um, for those of you that are new here, this podcast is my love letter to all of you, really. It's the place where I share what I'm learning and I share interviews with people that genuinely inspire me. Um, And so if you're listening, I want you to know how important you are to me and how glad that I am that you are here. If you have questions, um, please visit JacquelineSteele.com slash pod. If you want to submit a question for this podcast that I will then answer on an episode, please do that. You can do that again at JacquelineSteele.com slash pod. And if you want to reach out on Instagram, I would love that. I am at Jacqueline Steele. That's J-A-C-L-Y-N-S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, that is such a fun place for me to connect and share. So I hope that we can be friends on Instagram. All right, friends, I am introducing a new segment in the self-discovery podcast, and it is going to be called the self-discovery Sp- Spotlight, where I am going to highlight different community members who have left five-star reviews for the podcast, which is so extremely exciting. Um, I've mentioned it before, but it's worth mentioning again. Reviews are absolutely vital in the podcast world um, to ensure that your, your podcast is seen by more people. So I don't understand how the algorithm works exactly, but more reviews equals more eyeballs. So it's a big big deal. And I want to thank you everyone who has already left a review. And today's spotlight is by Ashley Heather. And she said, 
After listening to the first episode, I am hooked. I can already tell that this is going to be an awesome deep dive into our hearts, minds, and souls. Jacqueline is so relatable and definitely gives me those feel-good Nora McKinnerney vibes, and she really brings you into her world during each episode. I can't wait for more of this amazingness. Ashley, thank you so much. I love you. And I so appreciate you taking the time to write me a five-star review. And for those of you who are listening, who, who haven't shared a review yet, please do that. I would so, so appreciate it. And it would help us spread the joy and love and goodness of this podcast with the rest of the world. So I want to give you a little background on this podcast topic. Um, and I, I woke up last week in not a panic, but at 4 a.m., just kind of feeling all of these deep feelings. It was an instantaneous, creative thought, 4 a.m. kind of moment. And that is where this podcast was born out of. And I think it's so important when we are hit with creative inspiration like that, no matter what time it is, to write it down or speak it into our phone or whatever the case is, however you like to track your creative thoughts to track them because I'm so proud of what I'm going to share with you because I feel like it was uh, truly inspired. And here it is. It's about having the courage to do anything. I awoke at 4 a.m. The air felt cold on my bare and tender skin. The hair stood up on my arms and my feet instinctively searched for the warmth of my partner, sleeping soundly next to me. My hands felt for the edge of a comforter that urgently needed to fill the empty and icy air around my face. I was reminded of the stories our bodies tell without language. I guess that's why they call it body language. It's a way to speak with no words, and all of us do it instinctively. It's not like learning French or Spanish or Russian when you grew up speaking English. It's something we were born doing. Like a foal who, moments after entering this world, understands that its first order of business is to learn how to stand, no matter how wobbly or out of center that standing may be. Our bodies speak to us and they speak to others. They tell stories in a language with no sound. Muscles tell the story of a body that works. Scars tell the story of a body that has faced pain. Stretch marks tell the story of a body that has experienced growth. Each body tells a story on the skin. You can see it in the laugh lines. You can observe it in a head perpetually held low. You can feel it in the warmth of an intentional touch, in the gray hair that makes friends with age. But one story the body does not readily divulge is one of courage. No, courage cannot necessarily be seen on the skin. Courage comes in many forms. It can be seen in a premature baby fighting for its life in the ICU. In a young girl 
who protects her siblings from a father filled with rage. And the least likely warrior on the battlefield who refuses to give up, even when it appears the battle has been lost. Joan of Arc famously said, I am not afraid. I was born for this. That kind of courage cannot be seen on our bodies. It can only be seen in our actions. So what were we born for? What is the this for us that Joan is referring to? And does it boil down to conviction? Is our depth of courage parallel to our level of conviction? I want to tell you a story. When I was 16 years old, on an early Saturday morning, I set out to a little airstrip with my mother and my then boyfriend. And our mission for the day, should we have chosen to accept it, was to go skydiving. And at 16 years old, in mentally preparing for this day, I felt this conviction that if I was able to go skydiving and face my fear of potential death, then there wouldn't be anything that I couldn't do. Now, in my 16-year-old simplistic mind, I realize now that not all fear can be chalked up to one trip of jumping out of an airplane. But at that time, I was so convicted that facing my fear was the way out of it. Um, since then, I have fallen away from that at times, but I do know that to be in a very general way true. And so on that day, I showed up to this tiny little landing strip with a little Cessna airplane. And I knew before I ever got into the airplane that I was going to jump. And the interesting thing about this experience was we were not tandem skydiving. We were solo skydiving. And so we had about a four hour training course. They went over all of the things that could go wrong. You know, what to do if your parachute didn't open right away. Um, we were instructed, on how to use the walkie-talkies that we would be connected to, you know, on and on and on, four hours of this fairly intense training so that if anything went wrong, you could save your own life. And as we put on our little jumpsuits and strapped on the parachutes to our backs and got into the plane, I felt such a sense of fear but also such a sense of excitement because I knew that if I could do this, then I could do anything. And so my conviction was extremely firm. Now, I do want to say this. I did, I said that we were solo skydiving and that is absolutely true, but we were not allowed to free fall on our own. So what happened was we went up, we went up 5,000 feet, 7,000 feet, something like that. And this little airplane, if you can imagine it, it's like one of those airplanes that you would see flying around in Alaska. Very, very small. And on the side 
where the wing is, there is also a pole or a supportive bar that kind of comes down in a V. So the wing is on top and then this bar comes down on the side and then there's another bar right underneath the door that you can step onto. And so they had what was called a ripcord and they strap you into the ripcord. So I got strapped into this cord. Then attached to that ripcord is my parachute. And so then you step out onto the side of the plane, you put your, your little foot out. Um, and of course it's flying all over the, all over the place. And then you grab on a hold of the bar that is just below the wing and you let go of your feet and you hold on for dear life and you fly like Superman until they tell you to lean back and let go. And so my 16 year old self steps out onto this little bar. I grab onto that Superman bar as they called it. And I lifted my foot and there I was flying like Superman or Superwoman, Wonder Woman <laughs> through the sky at 5,000 and 5,000 feet. And when they tell you to go, you arch your back, lean back. And of course you fly backward behind the plane and this ripcord opens up your parachute. And so they told me that it was my time to let go and I did it and I arched back and within moments I went from grabbing for dear life for on this bar to complete silence and solitude 5,000 feet above the earth and it was incredible. I cannot even describe to you the sense of peace that I felt being that high up and that alone. And of course it was still scary. You know, I was navigating my own parachute, but the whole time I had somebody on a walkie talkie, you know, telling me lean left, lean right, pull this, pull that. And so I felt also a sense of safety. And then after the whole experience was over and I landed and I was safe, I had this sense of understanding that my conviction before I even got up into that plane was stronger than my fear. I knew why I was doing this. It wasn't just to you know, show off or have a cool experience. It was because I wanted to face my fear. And that is what got me through. So all of that story to share. Maybe some of the times that you feel like you lacked courage, it was actually just a lack of conviction. Maybe your Joan of Arc energy wasn't aimed at a cause or a purpose that you felt like you could really stand behind. So your actions didn't reflect that. And here is what I know to be true. Courageous acts aren't just seen on a battlefield. Courageous acts aren't just seen when a man stops a mugger from taking an elderly woman's handbag. Courageous acts aren't just seen in the Hail Mary shot in the last five seconds of the game. Courage is when a woman goes into labor and breathes new life into the world. Courage is when a young son takes care of his ailing mother. 
Courage is when you tell her you love her, even though there are no guarantees that she loves you back. Courage is when you step on the stage and bear your soul. Courage is when you release a piece of art that you created and subject it to judgment. Courage is when you stand up for what you believe in, even if you are standing alone. Courage is when you say goodbye to a beloved pet because their body is suffering. Courage is when you light a candle in the face of your pain and say, I am stronger than my feelings. Courage is when you tell him that he cannot talk to you or treat you like that. Courage is telling your parents you want to be an artist when they are dead set on you becoming a lawyer. Courage is when you need a break from the world and you take one. Courage is when your heart speaks to you and you act on what it says. Courage is when your conviction is stronger than your fear. If you are lacking courage, then let me ask you about your conviction. Is it present? Maybe if your courage is absent, it is because your conviction is elsewhere. This is the perfect time in history to be asking ourselves why we are doing what we are doing. Is it because we feel we have to or because we want to? And if you are living in have to, where in your life do you feel a strong sense of conviction? And could that conviction be a clue to where your heart wants to lead you? The courage to take the first step toward what you truly want to do is tethered to conviction. It cannot be seen on our skin. It can only be seen in our brave and bold actions. When you are old and gray and looking back over your life, how do you want to describe it to your loved ones? What kind of stories do you want to tell? What kind of heart do you want to lead with? You are stronger than your fear, my friend. You are stronger than any negative feeling you have. So what is it? What is it you want to do with this wild and precious life? And is there something deep in your bones that you want to bring to the surface of your skin and then whisper, I am not afraid. I was born for this. You have been listening to Self-Discovery with Jacqueline Steele. For more information or to submit a question, please visit JacquelineSteele.com slash selfdiscoverypod. On Instagram, I am at Jacqueline Steele, and that's J-A-C-L-Y-N-S-T-E-E-L-E. And on YouTube, you can find me at YouTube.com slash official Jacqueline Steele. If you haven't already, please sign up for my High Vibe Thursday newsletter, where I send one email a week aimed at inspiring and elevating your day because you freaking deserve it. You can sign up in the show notes or by visiting my website, JacquelineSteele.com. May you go and be big and brave and bold today. Remember that life gets easier when we know who we are. And as always, and until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.